I believe that's one of the best ways to start investing in yourself or in your confidence or in your journey towards self-confidence is putting yourself at at the mercy of great information and great guidance. You can call it mentoring, you can call it role modeling, you can call it um, self-learning, but putting yourself at that sweet spot where you get access to all the information that totally reflects your context and you know takes you from where you are right now and gives you guiding steps to where you want to be is the sure way to getting started in owning your self-confidence hey ambitious africans thank you so much for all the love you've shown me so far on my instagram facebook whatsapp i'm so overwhelmed by all the love and i want to say thank you I didn't really think the first episode was going to do very good because it was kind of new, but I really like the feedback I'm getting. It it wasn't perfect, guys. It wasn't perfect, but it's a journey that we both are on, and so stick with me. In this episode, which is the part two to the very first episode I shared earlier, we are going to talk about strategies to position yourself for opportunities. In this episode, I would want to share some practical strategies that you can use to begin positioning yourself to take advantage of opportunities, to um, improve your relations with people from different quote-unquote social classes, and more so begin the journey to finding your own self-confidence. I mean, I can talk about finding your own self-confidence on end because for me, it has been an intentional journey I have been on because I always didn't like feeling like I, I there was something wrong with me whenever I met people, whenever I interacted with other people. And I didn't like the feeling of always being the awkward person. So I'm really, you know, keen on, well, I can't say help, but guiding or sharing my experience to owning my own confidence in a way that it could inspire you to also do same. As always, give me your topic ideas and the feedback, and I'm surely going to record episodes based on all the feedback I get. Let's go inside. You remember that in my previous episode, I mentioned how I was always feeling awkward when I interacted with other young people from different social experiences because I always felt like I was lacking something, like I I wasn't normal or there was something wrong with me because I couldn't understand the ins and outs of their experiences. Now, getting to this point where I am in between situations where I totally own the, 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 the various experiences I had growing up and then I still open myself up to learning new things that I believe could benefit me. Being in between those situations has brought me some very solid realizations. The first is that sometimes in trying to be confident, you begin to copy things blindly. You do not want to copy things blindly guys you do not want to compete blindly i've seen various amazing talented change leaders in various um, sectors being arts um, entertainment what have you and then 
they're trying to be something they they've seen on TV or they're trying to be something they 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 see a lot of people liking. It's something that I really see in um, a lot of young musicians who are coming up. Then they want to start changing their hair, and because they love, for example, Stone Boy for those in Ghana, or for for the because they love, um, let's say, Wizkid for those in Nigeria or any other musician, they start to dress like those people. And for me, I think that the first thing you would, you don't want to do when moving towards your own self confidence is not copying blindly you want to remain in this mid spot where there are some aspects of you you are owning because they make you who you are they contribute to your personality and your awesomeness and then you are still on the other side open to learning new things that can enrich your experience or can enrich your interactions with people or enrich your opportunities or enrich your access to opportunities and so trying to be something you're not trying to be someone you're not is not the way to go the way to go is to start assessing yourself now assess the aspects of your life you need to keep and these are values and principles that you can never trade your ability to um, stay focused on your goals your ability to interact with people without feeling any you know (laughs) awkwardness your ability to multitask your ability to um, be empathetic to people your resilience your tenacity your uh, belief in a better tomorrow your belief in people your, your 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 want and need to impact the life of others that genuineness of yourself that comes with all the experiences you had growing up in a slum or in a in a ghetto, if you may. Those are things you want to keep. Those are things you want to keep because those are things that are timeless and priceless. And even people who grew up very privileged do not. Most of them, or some of them, if I don't, you know, I don't want to exaggerate, but some of them don't have those principles. And it's so hard to learn it because their their privilege has blinded them to those opportunities to learn. So if you have that, you want to keep it, you want to pack it in your bag and take it along with you in your journey to owning your self-confidence. Now, all other things that you need to learn are things that help you to better hone those principles and values. That's where good information comes in. Good information to better yourself, to access skills, to position yourself. It's that's where it comes in because it's not enough to have a good attitude to certain things or, or to have a good um, principle or found values set, uh, regarding certain things. You have to you have to sharpen those with skills because that is what will that is what is going to get you ahead and get you equipped and capable to meet tasks and meet goals. For me, one thing that has really shown me different ways of honing my own self-confidence has been positioning myself to get access to very great information, whether interacting with people, asking questions, um, Googling, (laughs) yes, just Googling, watching tons of YouTube videos, listening to tons of podcasts on different topics, and essentially following people that are living the life I want to live and trying to assess the kind of things 
um, such as values and principles that you know their lives are founded on. I believe that one of the best ways to start investing in yourself or in your confidence or in your journey towards self-confidence is putting yourself at at the mercy of great information and great guidance. You can call it mentoring. You can call it role modeling. You can call it um, self-learning. But putting yourself at that sweet spot where you get access to all the information, that totally reflects your context and you know takes you from where you are right now and gives you guiding steps to where you want to be is the sure way to getting started in owning your self-confidence. In certain situations, accessing information or learning in this case would mean throwing yourself into scenarios where you are forced to learn one thing or the other. Today, there are so much online, so many opportunities to learn, to equip yourself with different skills. There are competitions, there are um, online courses, there are Facebook groups, there are, there are so many platforms in various, there's so, like, there's so much information out there. And in as much as that could be so overwhelming at some point, you feel like you don't know where to start because there's so much to learn and you wish you could learn all these things because you, you really, you badly want to move, you know, you badly want to make progress with your life. And I have been there where there, I've also had that dilemma where I was like, okay, the, I, I, I need to learn something. I need to upgrade my skills. I need to learn how to do one thing or the other. Because, for example, a lot of people are saying it's the in thing, it's the relevant skill to have and things like that. There have been times where you, you basically try to learn some things that you won't enjoy, but at least you tried. You can say, okay, I want to learn how to um, drive. Well, maybe driving is not a good example. You say, I want to learn how to build a website. You You throw yourself in there, you learn it either by being part of an online course or being part of a community that is teaching or attending a, a, a training or a workshop around your community. You throw yourself in there and then you're trying to see if it's something that you'd like. And then once you, you try it, you're like, okay, I've seen it, I've done it, I don't think I like it, then you at least you know that you tried it, but then you've learned something. There's, there's no way you wouldn't have learned something in there. Okay, so the other point of getting information is also being patient with yourself to try or giving yourself the permission to try things or to try learning certain things. You don't want to be so hard on yourself and think that because people are learning a particular school, you also have to learn it. Give it a shot. Try it. If you enjoy it, maybe you should zone in and go all the way. If you try it and you say, okay, you don't want to do it, at least you try it. At least you have an understanding of how those skills work. In getting information is not just to get, you know, getting information is not just to amass information and keep it in your head. You know, you want to use them in making informed decisions. When you're reading, when you're listening to the radio, when you're listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos, they are they are one way or the other teaching you things that you, you would use to make informed decisions. And so putting yourself in other scenarios where you can use these information or these skills in practical scenarios is one thing that you also want to do. 
okay it's not just enough to chase information and learn one thing but you want to throw yourself into opportunities to test out these things that you are learning i have i i i have you know i i have been thoroughly overwhelmed with wanting to know one thing or a skill because i felt i genuinely don't feel like i want to do this but i'm just going to try it and when i do i feel like oh this wasn't so hard as i thought it's it's pretty much fun and even if it isn't you learn something else i do not want to belabor this point but it goes into the next point i'm going to make which is talking about how to position yourself for opportunities and how to relate with people there are times when you hear of various opportunities it could be scholarships it could be um programs there's there's tons and tons of opportunities out there and there are two scenarios that either push you to take advantage of these opportunities or repel you from taking advantage of these opportunities and for both scenarios it is always the issue of knowing certain things it's always goes back to the information that i you know i i was talking about i have had the opportunity of pushing some people to apply for things because i believe they would make a fan, they would do a fantastic work at the role but they feel they do not know a lot of the things that the role requires and so they rather not apply and then i'm like okay if they had in previous times or in you know in their engagements with people thrown themselves in learning various skills then they could have known that okay certain parts of the job description might not necessarily be directly what you know but you have some experience working in it it's like when you throw yourself in different learning situations or learning scenarios whether programs workshops summits um online courses or whatever when you throw yourself to test out these things you might not find a direct benefit until later when there's a job opening and then you f- you realize okay i might not necessarily be the best digital marketer out there but i've done an, an online course on seo or i've done an online course in um digital marketing or, ma- or content creation and so i am still going to apply because i feel there's something i can offer even if it's not entirely what i have or if it's not entirely what they require right so because you've been literally giving yourself in time past opportunities to learn these skills when these roles come and you can look back into your life you know your 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 personal development journey and can say that okay I did this, I did that, I did this and I feel that these skills align with what the job is looking for. Then it's only a matter of confidence to apply. And but then again, it is also going back to my saying that you have to give yourself permission to try certain things. Even if you don't feel confident, even if you don't feel like you know everything about it, you know there are certain parts of you that is open to the role that is open to learn or that has some some experience working in those things or in those roles and so you use your humble confidence if if that's even a word your humble confidence to still apply for those opportunities now that is also against the other side where people are repelled from taking 
advantage of opportunities because they don't feel prepared enough because either they don't feel confident that they have what these they have what these opportunities need or require or they genuinely do not have what the, those roles or those opportunities require and that's totally fine i that is totally fine even today you are not too late from upgrading your life even today i <laughs> i think there's a reason a lot of a lot of people say i'm i'm positive vibes too much it is because i believe these things i believe them so hard i believe them so so hard i think that i i, I believe so much in you and i might not even know everything or all the fears you have and anything or i don't i might not know everything i might not know what you've been through what you are battling with but i still know that today even today you can change things so this opportunity or this particular opportunity might not be for you because you honestly do not have what it takes but i want to even carefully even push you to say even if you don't even if you know that you don't cut out for a particular opportunity you should still apply or you you should still you should still give yourself the opportunity to try to apply for it but in this case when you're applying you're giving it your best shot you are given you know if whatever they're asking you to put together your documents you are giving it your best shot but you you don't hold yourself too seriously you don't you don't take yourself too seriously in 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 it that you feel like okay this is a do or die affair if i don't get this it's just a, it's just a validation it's just like a rubber stamp on it that hey bang you are good for nothing you don't know anything you, you don't want to put yourself in that situation okay you you apply you tender in your interest for that role you tender in your interest for that opportunity you know out of you saying you know what I am in between these two zones, my comfort zone and my uncomfort zone or my discomfort zone. I'm in between. I'm closer to my comfort zone. If anything happens, I'm going back to my comfort zone. If nothing happens and I have to go into my discomfort zone, I'm diving in because that's how I make progress or that's how I go. You put yourself in that, you know, situation where you even, you can even laugh at yourself and be like, "Ha!" I clearly do not meet the requirements for this application but me na me myself I am still applying <laughs> You want to you want to give yourself those you know situations or those experiences and it is a joy to have those experiences honestly I'm telling I'm talking from my personal experience there were the for most part of my personal development journey as a young person from an underprivileged community i tried things because it was funny to me that i was daring myself to do those things there were things i applied for i knew i, I knew i sure i was so sure as hell i might i may not cut it but i still applied and when i didn't get it i laughed at myself like like what are you crazy it just became it just became an exciting experience for me like i'm going to i'm like i'm pushing myself i'm doing this i'm getting it done like we don't meet the criteria or anything i'm pushing myself i'm i'm doing all these things we don't meet the criteria or anything but 
we are going to give ourselves that just that experience just that experience just that you know and i i used to tell myself if i can use myself as an example i used to tell myself that oh at least even if i apply and i didn't get it crowd one day i will say oh it will be a story i tell someone it will be a funny story and because of that i have a ton like tons and tons of stories to share about various experiences I have because I've thrown myself in there. So do not be so hard on yourself when you feel you're not well equipped or you don't have the skills or the requisite um, requirements of any opportunity. If you honestly do not, then make it make it an, <laughs> an adventure and still try and, and just be open-minded. It's like you, you yourself, you know that you owe this one. It is not them who say it. You yourself, you know, but you're just coming to ask if it is possible. <laughs> yes. And you give yourself that experience so that after you, you go to the first round and you, do, you don't make it, you have an experience even applying for things. I, I, I don't want this entire episode to end without us having a discussion on why all these things are important, owning your self-confidence, knowing how to relate with people, knowing how to position yourself for opportunities. I don't want all of it to pass without translating all these things into making impact in the life of other people that you come across. I believe that we've been, we are here to serve and we are here to solve as people. We are here to solve problems. We are here to serve others. We We are here to make the world a better place. And if you're a young change leader, or somebody who's aspiring to be a change agent in your community, regardless of what community it might be, it should be one of the things you are pri- like you are primarily passionate about. That you are giving yourself all these growth opportunities so that you can also use it as an example to share with other people. All the experiences I have. I am privileged to have the opportunity to get to share that with you via this podcast, for example. And I want you to also have that. I want you to begin, you know, discussing how you can use your own platforms to impact the life of other young slum dwellers. Tell them it's show them how to self-express. Tell them how to, you know, speak good grammar. Equip them with skills to send good emails. Equip them with skills to Google things. Equip them with digital tools and skills. Do all those amazing things because you also have put yourself in those learning opportunities before them. And who better to do it than you because you understand them. You speak their language. You know their fears. You know what they are scared about. You know their genuine pains and fears and insecurities because you have been there. I am looking forward to having a conversation beyond this podcast with you as you share how you are making impact in the life of other people in your community. It doesn't have to be necessarily a slum community or a neighborhood or something, but it is our obligation and the best place to impact other young people, especially in slums, is through education, through um, employability skill development and conscious exposure, conscious exposure. You, you, 
you you might not have entered a beautiful hotel, <laughs> one of the most expensive hotels in Accra yet. But you can just one day when you know one day when you're you know you are really well dressed, like there's no way they're going to make their sack they're going to sack you when you enter. Like you just enter, go to you boldly walk to the reception area and say, Can you show me where the washroom is? They show where the washroom is, you enter, you take your selfies and come out, you've also been there. <laughs> you do you you give yourself those experiences and those are conscious exposure. Okay, conscious exposure might be getting over your fear of approaching a particular person you really mentor, um, you really look up to, sorry. And you, you, you might not necessarily want them to mentor you because maybe they, you know they don't have the time and anything. But you hit them up on social media and you put, you know, even if your grammar is not good, you have, you have a decent knowledge of diction or a, a decent number of words that you can put together and say hello my name is this um i live here i've been following your platform for about a year or two now and i just wanted to say thank you for inspiring me thank you for encouraging me thank you for moving me beyond my comfort zone and one of the things that i have learned the most from you is a b c d i'd really want you to know that you are inspiring me or you're an inspiration. You, you know, those are all conscious exposure. Once you give yourself that, you can comfortably tell other young slum dwellers or young people in slums to be able to do that. Teach them how to use cutlery, teach them how to dress well, teach them how, you know, how to understand dress codes, how to approach people, all those things. It is our obligation to do that. And as I launched my podcast, I wanted so bad, so, so bad, (laughs) so, so bad to have this conversation with you, dear change leader or change agent. It was really that important for me. As educated young people from these areas and communities that are largely underprivileged, disadvantaged or marginalized in any form, the deep attachment to social mobility, that is to climb the social ladder and earn enough so we can relocate ASAP, (laughs) is a thousand percent justified and valid. The truth is, if we do not move on to greater things, if we do not achieve greater things, we are invariably perpetuating the cycle of hopelessness and its crippling fears on other young people who look up to us. They must watch us do amazing things and realize they too can do same. So I ask that we keep close contact with initiatives and opportunities to mentor other young people so that we can build sustainable ecosystems that makes it easier for young slum dwellers to begin somewhere in their personal development. Because just like us, these people had to create their own systems of educating and developing themselves. However, unlike us, most of them fall through the cracks when there isn't supportive spaces to keep them going. Thank you so much for joining me on the part two of this, of my launch, (laughs) my launch episodes. And I enjoyed every bit of having this conversation with you. Don't forget to send me your feedback, your thoughts, 
and some of I, I mean some of the things you felt I should have touched on that I did I couldn't or I didn't via my Instagram um, I'm at T-H-E-D-S-A-G-B-E-N-Y-O I'm getting used to always mentioning my Instagram handle so please pardon me or on Instagram no or on Facebook Diana Sechofia Agbenyo and let's let's have a conversation I'm looking forward to hearing from you and helping tell your story as well thank you and see you next time